0: Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? Yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business. Struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneur's Growth Club podcast. Hello, everybody. I am so excited because I have got one of my franchisees on my podcast today. Uh, Please welcome Jess Jenner, who is our franchisee for Phonics with Robot Reg in Exeter and Exmouth. So welcome, Jess.
1: Thank you. Hello.
0: So tell people like a little bit about you and um, your background and why you decided to become a Phonics with
1: Robot Reg franchisee. Okay, so I um, was a primary school teacher um, and I did that for about 10 years and absolutely loved it. In fact when I found out I was pregnant with my eldest child I cried because it meant I would have to give up my job and go on maternity leave that's how much I loved my job Um, I lived and breathed it um, and I couldn't imagine doing anything else couldn't imagine not working with children I just absolutely loved it Um, had my first child and then obviously like it does it kind of changes your perspective on everything because suddenly you have something that's far more important than your job. Um, and you have your child and, um, I had my maternity leave, went back to school, still loved it, but obviously things change. You can't give everything. You can't give everything to um, your job because you have your child. Um, but again, couldn't imagine ever doing anything else. Then I had my second child and things really did change. And it really switched I Discovered that if I was um, being a really good teacher, things were changing at home and I wasn't quite so great a mum and vice versa. If I was putting everything into being the best mum I could possibly be, I wasn't giving 100% to school. Um, And I just realised that I couldn't do both. So I was randomly one evening, mindlessly scrolling through Facebook like you do, um, and there was a post that popped up that kind of just shouted out at me because... As an early years and Key Stage One teacher, phonics was always a bit of a passion for me because I could see the effects that phonics have on children's um, development and pr- the progression in their reading and writing. Um, and then this this phonics franchise was there, saying so kind of, "Read me, read me," um, and it just said it kind of just said everything about what I was looking for. It said about flexible working and I just I just kind of felt like, oh my goodness, this this is this is it really grabbed me. So I read it. But equally, as I was reading it, I was thinking, I don't leave permanent jobs with nice pensions. That's not what I do. I don't take risks. I don't jump into the unknown. So obviously, I'm not going to do it. But I read it anyway. And then I popped a message to you and Alex, obviously. And um, you sent me an email with all the information about being, a, uh, you know, buying a franchise with Phonics, with Robot Reg. And then showed it to my husband, who immediately was like, I thought he would have gone, it'd be silly, what are you doing? And he didn't. He was really like, oh wow. This, you know, we sat and read it together. Um, and then we had a chat. I think I chatted to Sally Mann, one of the franchisees, and she gave me loads of information about her, running her franchise and how great it was. Um, and then you guys gave me some more information, then we had a video call, and then we had another video call with you and Alex. Um, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my goodness, I spoke to my family, they were like, go for it. And it, it was just, it ticked every box because it was still working with children, still teaching. The bit that I love my—I loved about my job equally, I could fit it around my life, my family life, and hopefully be good at both things. And that's where it all happened. So, and here I am today. I still can't quite believe that I ever did it. <laughs> so so just, people, people who are listening to this,
0: podcast are probably thinking why Jess why is Jess on your podcast when you've got like 60 franchisees <laughs> um but actually something really exciting happened for us this year so yeah. do you, you tell everybody about that because it was huge for us I was literally like screaming at the tv yeah. um but you tell everybody
1: I think I've told this story so many times that people now are like, oh, no, she's telling that story again. And it only happened a few weeks ago. So, yes, I still have to pinch myself. But I was amazingly I won. um, I won an award. I won a What's On For Kids Award, which is a national award and beyond my wildest dreams. Um, did I ever think that I would win anything. I don't win, I, you know, I don't win anything. I don't, you know, any type of competition. I think I won a candle once. I just don't win things. Um, and I did. I won I won an award and I was, um, I got into the final. So I was nominated for an award for um, Most Loved Activity Leader down here in the southwest, And, and I think it covered Wales as well. Um, and I was nominated for the award. And then I was, I found out I was a finalist, which... Again, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. I'd like won. in itself, I think I can... is enough. Like Absolutely, I think, yeah.
0: It's like, I always say to any franchisee because it's a really, really tough awards to oh, be a completely. part of. So I always say to any franchisee to be a finalist in something like the What's On For Kids Awards is amazing. Yeah. Like yeah. you need
1: to celebrate that.
0: So we were oh already celebrating.
1: A hundred percent. The minute, like, I think it was Alex that sent me a message and said, have you checked your emails? And I was like, no. She said, Check your emails, you're a finalist. And I was like, oh, and like I said, like like you said then, I, I felt like I'd won. That for me was like, wow, oh my goodness, like I have peaked in, like, I this is amazing. And that's as far as in my head, genuinely, that's as far as I, I thought it would go because I just thought the people that was up against, like amazing companies, amazing people, like you know, after having a look at their, their pages, um, incredible, incredible people. And it was lovely to be surrounded by people that were like from Devon as well and yeah an amazing achievement to, to become a finalist and then and then we had the evening on zoom didn't we <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on a virtual it was sadly wasn't in a posh hotel didn't get to dress up no however um yeah so I put I, I mean I genuinely I didn't my hair had greasy hair like I didn't have any makeup but I put a biggest smock dress that resembled pajamas just so I could be comfy <laughs> you know I just I genuinely didn't think for a second like I've only been running my business for just over a year down here um and yeah, and then my name was called and oh my goodness me, just complete shock, complete shock. Just Well,
0: <laughs> well it was funny because, because the whole thing was on Zoom, I wasn't sure what the setup was going to be. So I did like have all right clothes on do you know what I mean but um I didn't realize that they were going to be asking each finalist to go on to Zoom so some of the some uh, or each of the winners to go on to Zoom so some of the winners were coming and they were literally like head to toe in Mm -hmm. a sparkly ball gown and then others uh, were like in their pajamas (laughs) yeah
1: yeah but I was I was like kind of merging towards the the (laughs) pajama end yeah yeah definitely but, I mean, I remember them, like, saying my name. And we were literally, yeah.
0: like, screaming at the TV. Yeah. We were like, oh, my
1: God!
0: <laughs> uh, like you say, it's such a shame that um, we weren't together at the awards. I know. And we could have celebrated. So you're going to have to go and win it next year. That's um, I know. I know.
1: <laughs> That's it now. Where, where else is there to go? The only way is, oh, well, just to continue to be up, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, just an incredible, incredible moment. And actually, I have, I almost had like post What's On For Kids Awards Blues for a few days after. Um, and I would go back and like replay the video that you sent because it had them announcing my mate and then you guys screaming. And it was just like, oh, oh my gosh, that moment. Because I just think to capture those moments, they come so few and far between in your life and mm-hmm. something that I never, ever thought I would experience. So yeah, I just beyond beyond proud and I think I'm just so lucky I have the most incredible customers and I know I, like people say that but I genuinely genuinely do they are they're lo- they've become friends you know about each other's lives and we've you know it's just I just feel really really lucky that the people that I have that come to my classes are just they're just the best they really are
0: because they obviously all went and voted for you
1: yeah I think they must have done I mean I think I've roped a lot of my family into like pestering them saying have you done it yet have you done it have you voted but I mean my family's not that big (laughs) no no and I think at. as sort of a small
0: business owner, an entrepreneur, whatever we want to call ourselves, being on that treadmill of, of doing the work and getting the customers in and getting the sign-ups and getting your name out there and doing the marketing and, and doing all those things, which is really hard. Um, yeah. To have those moments where you stop and go, oh my God, I've actually built this business up to this point. I've won an award. It's really important. And I don't think often we stop enough and think about that and see how far we've come
1: yeah totally agree because I think it's, you're, you're so busy just like you said running on that treadmill aren't you just trying to yeah you know, trying to get to, to build your business and make it the best it can possibly be that you kind of forget to to take yeah because when
0: I talk to potential franchisees as well often people mistake flexible working for like not working at all yeah and <laughs> yeah I'm that, always yeah. like this is really hard this will probably be the hardest thing that you will ever do in your life it's really rewarding and you can spend time with your children but you have to work yeah really hard absolutely and yeah I mean you you have done that obviously getting yeah. the word out there in Exeter and Exmouth and and getting everyone to come and then getting everyone to vote for yeah. you
1: <laughs> and then making them vote my husband <laughs> my husband enjoys it I think because he gets to watch a lot of football in the evenings because obviously that's what I have to do a lot of my work. So then it therefore means that he gets time to just, you know, have what he wants on the TV and watch the watch the golf or football. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, no but No, but you're absolutely right. It's, there isn't, it isn't that it's any easier. It's just that you can, you can work it around your life. And I think that's the difference that school took over my life. Whereas this, I still do, you know, I still work hard and I still work lots of hours. But it, I make it work for me, and I think that's the difference that um, this this has allowed me to do. It's allowed me to kind of have that family time, um, and I think also when it's your own business, you want to work. Like you, it's, I think it's, there's that it's different, different feeling. Thing, it? It's completely like I I don't mind sitting sitting till you know 10, 11 o'clock at night with my laptop on because it's to, it's all to build my business to make it better and to you know. So I think that it's it's all for a good reason. It Doesn't feel like work doesn't feel like the same kind of work that it used to be at all it's not a chore
0: a lot of people because obviously I am surrounded by primary school teachers who have made (laughs) the leap of faith to become entrepreneurs which is sort of like the craziest thing ever because I think primary school teaching or teaching in any guise is the complete opposite of running your own business and how have you found that shift from you know being very much told what to do and part of a a massive organization to just being your own boss and having to self-motivate and all of those things?
1: It's been hard. It's definitely, I mean, I I definitely didn't anticipate how hard it would be. Absolutely. I mean, I think the beauty of being a franchisee is that you do have people around you that you can just go, oh, uh, help. You know, there's you and Alex, and then there's this team of amazing women, all you know, that are all together in this bubble that you can call upon. Um, But equally, they also aren't going to run your business for you. You have to do that yourself. So, it was a real jump just I mean I'm not I'm not a salesperson at all I mean oh my goodness and when I first launched and then I would have you know I would come towards the end of a term and then you would say to customers about you know know, signing up at the next term and I'd almost be apologetic oh oh I'm really sorry but you know could could you book on again would you like to come and don't worry if you don't want to but we've really you know and and I was almost kind of yeah it was it was just I felt, I felt so awkward. I'm, I'm getting better at that now. I definitely <laughs> am. But it's just a, a real learning curve, the sales side of it. And I've learned so much about sales. like and, and also social media. You know, I used to use Facebook and Instagram to put the odd picture on of my children or something. And then everyone, you know, you'd you'd get the the, the likes. And you'd be like, oh, 30 people like my picture of my children. And whereas now I'm kind of going on doing Facebook lives and, and stories on Instagram and things. And again, like just how far that's that has come in just you know in this kind of year and a bit um I wasn't at all ready for how much my life would change and how different things are but equally I've learned so much like unbelievably just so I've just learned so much and you know just love it but 100% was never and it's definitely been a hard shift to go from being employed like you said somebody somebody telling you what to do at every point of your day to then kind of questioning yourself all the time thinking is it am I doing the right thing should I be doing this now um but it's given me confidence it's definitely given me confidence in myself and my ability and actually to believe in myself which I don't think I ever really did I never I sometimes would be teaching thinking should I be a teacher should I be here am I any good at this you know you just doubt yourself all the time
0: <laughs> yeah no totally
1: um yeah. but
0: yeah and I think a lot of unfortunately the way that teachers teaching is going and obviously I don't know because I've never been one but like I say I'm now surrounded by yes. tests is that they have to do a lot of stuff which a they don't want to and b they can't really see the value in so when you're yeah. working really really hard and doing all these extra things if you don't fully believe in them then it's even more of a chore isn't it whereas oh, if you're yeah. in your own business it's a completely different yeah. thing
1: oh my goodness just yeah I never ever ever thought I would be a bit like have my own business and run a business and she's a business I know I mean like just even when when I speak that I just think oh come on Jess what are you you doing but here I am doing it and loving it there you go and what
0: is your favorite thing about running your own business about being a a phonics with robot reg
1: franchisee um it's definitely seeing those those moments in class with those children um and especially like I mean I I never anticipated loving the babies classes as much as I do I really I just adore them but and I love the minis, but the preschool class. I think when you, especially with those, when you they're starting to blend and segment those sounds, and there's those, and you can see their mums really proud. And you think that's why we're doing this, because yeah. And then you, you get those comments when they've started school. So obviously, my first cohort of preschoolers are now at school, um, and I've had kind of customers send me videos of their little ones reading, and just those proud light bulb light bulb moments are just they just. And I've said it out loud in classes. I've said, that's why I'm here. Like, that's why I love this job. Because for those, for those reasons, you know, it's just amazing. And actually been able to do that whilst running my own business. You know, to have those feelings because I used to get those moments at school. So I never thought I would be able to do that as a business owner. Um, but definitely, it's definitely being in class with, with the children and the babies. I just adore it. I really do. And the babies. I love the babies. <laughs>
0: And on the flip side, what's what's the worst thing? What do you hate about it? Um,
1: probably this pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, true. It's been not it's been, thing. yeah, no, it's that I think then, you know, when you're employed and you have that, st- that stability of that regular income, you know, every month. And I guess I guess as well, like being self-employed, you don't know how much you're going to earn from each month to the next, regardless of whether or not there's a pandemic, you know, there's never any certainty. But, yeah, I would say that's probably definitely been the hardest bit. It's the, it has been the pandemic because we were so early in the business. we' just launched in September, and then by March, we were kind of having to kind of close up shop and and not and, and, and it being uncertain, luckily, obviously with you guys, you know with the support, we went online and it and it was fab um, but but there were moments you know in that, those really early days where I thought is this is this it? Am I gonna have to go back to teaching again? yeah and that was really horrible but yeah i'm not gonna that won't ever happen i'm going this the pandemic will not get me yeah and i know, do you
0: think actually you know uh, i've said this a million times we're going to see loads of businesses go under yeah um, and and it was literally one of those scenarios where it's like fight or flight yeah you know. It's not even small businesses, medium and, and large businesses. We've seen loads of businesses closing down. It's been crazy and heartbreaking. And I do think that the ones that survive will come out on top, you know. Yeah. So I think we've got through the worst of it. I think yeah. you know, January, we're gonna be flying.
1: Yeah, and I really I I totally, totally agree. I just think like there are there are people out there who are desperately, you know, wanting to at classes they want you know they're I think they're worrying about you know the development of their children's progress especially because that lots of them haven't been to nursery settings or um you know they haven't had the, that interaction with other people because you know particularly for those my lovely mums that come along my you know with their lockdown with their lockdown babies that actually haven't those babies haven't had in, any interaction with any other babies right. um and I just think that's you know when we're there with that supportive kind of virtual hug from a few meters away that it isn't just about the class but it's actually about just saying like, how are you yeah H- how have you been and I think sometimes that's equally as that's beneficial to them as the yeah. class as, as the actual session
0: well it's funny actually because in July this year so Ernie's about to turn four in December and I was just so thankful that he wasn't starting school in September you know because I just thought how horrendous is that but now we've got this whole thing where actually we're applying for primary schools and we can't look around them you know everything's virtual you can't go to your school to have a look you know I hadn't thought about schools or anything like that so and then uh, part of me is like, and it could still be like this in July. You know, we could still not be able to go in and meet the teacher and all of those things. So uh, we know that between nought and 5, it's a huge, impactful years for children. So I think it's going to have affected them, and parents are going to want to get them back into yeah. the routine and, and all of those things. So I know that we'll, we'll come back strong.
1: Yeah, we will. we will. And I think the team, it's a team of strong women that aren't going to be beaten so I think
0: absolutely you know
1: it's definitely a team effort definitely yeah
0: um so I always end my podcast with three questions and this podcast is no different so my first question Jess who inspires you
1: so this is really hard. Because when I listen to lots of your podcasts, it's lots of famous people. Mine actually isn't, although there are amazing women out there, like Michelle Obama, who has cropped up a few times. Um, but I actually have to say it's the women around me in my life. So I'm incredibly lucky to have a group of friends who we have been friends since we were kind of 16. And they are the the most inspirational friends because collectively lots of them have come through some really really tough incredibly tough times and have come out fighting and are stronger than ever and sometimes it just makes me take a step back and think wow actually because they've been my friend for so long that you just kind of take for granted that we are who we are and but actually they are who they are because of things that have happened to them um and I don't think sometimes I yeah that I actually really take into account how amazing they are um so it's got to be i mean I'm, I'm just surrounded by so many strong inspirational women lots of people that i have um become that have come into my life recently um just yeah and i think in this lockdown as well it's just it's just strengthened those bonds with people and just i just feel very inspired by lots of these people that are in i'm in very close contact with
0: And it makes sense because we are a product of the people we spend our most time with. So if you're spending your time with these inspirational women, that's why (laughs) you're doing so amazingly well. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) What about a book that has changed your life?
1: Now, this is a hard one, because actually when I was listening to, I don't know which, was it Vicky that said she doesn't read a lot of books? And she's like me. And the reason I don't read a lot of books is because the only time when I generally would, would have time to read a book is at night. And by the time I get to bed I probably would manage a page or two and then i'm i'm fast asleep um but there has been two books that have really touched my life one of them um is the boy the mole the fox and the horse yeah and i i mean it's just you know it's huge and it's everywhere but i think they're just i it's kind of a bit of a go-to book it's not it's it, i've read it and i don't necessarily read the whole book all at once but we'll just go to different pages and i just think it's Sometimes just resetting and just remembering that actually it's just taking it back to kindness. And like me and my eldest always talk about being kind. It's the most important thing you can do. Be kind. Um, so it's something that I read with her as well, and also just being brave and being strong, and it's okay to ask for help. Um, so I love that book, and it's it is a, a go to. And I've also gifted it to so many people, you know, that have either gone through like a hard time in their life or just because it's just a lovely book um so I love that one and the other book I've actually got it if that's real they obviously it's the podcast you can't see it but we read me and Connie have read this one a lot and it's um good night stories for rebel girls yeah um and I know there's a great big there's a kind of a whole set and I think we need to to kind of um explore the others but I think just because it's full of inspirational women and I think for me, it inspired me reading all these stories of these incredible women, but also for Connie, you know, my six-year-old, for her to see that anything is possible, that she can achieve anything that she wants. Um, And she's kind of gone to school and started up her own club. And I just go, oh, she's got a little mini entrepreneur in making here. I love Um, it. But I just love that book. And she's inspired by the certain like women that she's picked out that have inspired her, like Rosa Parks, um, Florence Nightingale. Like she's wanting to know more about these people through this book so I think that together that's something that we're exploring together and I I love that I can share that with her um yeah so that's probably that's my two
0: I books. love it. I've got these little books actually for Ernie. They're like younger versions of, um but like there's one Oprah Winfrey one and one Michelle yes. Obama, and it just has like words, and I love them. And yeah. I'm like, yes, come yeah. on,
1: Ernie. Absolutely. What I really loved though when we were t- when we were reading this one. She then said to me, "I'd like to read about the inspirational boys as well." And I thought that's brilliant because actually. We're celebrating, you know, being inspirational women is celebrating other women. But actually, yeah, we're celebrating collectively just people that do amazing things. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: And finally, what would be um, one piece of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur?
1: This one is very much I relate it back to me, and that is take the leap. Do it. Don't think about it. Don't stew on it. Do it. And I think just believe, believe in yourself and, and take that leap, take the risk because it's definitely worth it.
0: Absolutely. I love that. Jess, thank you so much. You have been amazing, but tell everybody, where can they find you? Where can they follow your journey? And if they want to attend a class, if they're listening and they're like, Oh my gosh, I'm in Exeter. I've got a three-year-old. What am I even doing? Tell them everything.
1: <laughs> so I'm running classes in Exmouth, in Limpston in um, Newcourt, in Exeter, and then in St. Thomas, so that's extra in Extra and Exmouth. Um, I am on Instagram, I am Jess underscore Robot Reg on Instagram, and on Facebook I am uh, Phonics with Robot Reg, Exeter and Exmouth, and I'm also on Twitter, which I need to be more present on Twitter, um, and that's at Jess Robot Reg. Love it,
0: thanks so much Jess. Thank You've you Charlie. Fabulous.